You're listening to The Author's Leverage, where it's all about your book and how to create a greater impact and a greater income with it. This podcast is for the author who knows there's more you can do with that book. Whether you're publishing your first one ever or you've written multiple bestsellers, the path to greatness begins by looking around and seeing that you are, at this moment, standing right in the middle of your own acre of diamonds. My friends, your book is a brand. I'm Parshel Tashi, creative entrepreneur and education design architect, and I'll be your guide diving into the minds of successful authors, renowned publishers, and industry experts to glean practical wisdom you can integrate into your book writing, launch, and marketing strategies today. You'll hear straight from the source how authors like you were able to publish their best work and build wildly profitable, successful businesses around it. Welcome aboard the Author's Leverage. All right. Welcome to the Author's Leverage, where we get to talk with renowned book publishers, those that support authors, coaches, entrepreneurs, and we talk about all the different ways that are working right now when it comes to leveraging your knowledge, leveraging your network, um, leveraging what you know and what you do best in the world. And today I'm super excited to be talking with Kelly uh, Vercota. Kelly Vercota is actually a membership strategist. So if you've, if you've been considering what ways you can leverage your community, we're going to talk about some uh, the ways in which it's working today. We're also going to talk about how people are going to come to you for the content, but they'll stay with you because of the community, which opens the door for a lot of really exciting things. Everything from um, having that warm, strong, hot network of people who are going to be your evangelist, your people who are um, on your side, as well as for from the business side, create that predictable income and revenue for your business. So I'm excited to talk with her today. Let me introduce and read her um, bio so that you guys know who she is. Kelly Vercota is a membership strategist who has been strategically partnering with coaches and consultants since 2016, um, helping them harness the power of memberships to impact more people without overfilling their calendars. That is so key. Whether you're starting with just an idea or you already have a membership up and running, she helps you strategically design and optimize your membership so you can impact more people, generate predictable recurring revenue, and gain freedom. She brings a strategic lens, a wealth of knowledge about memberships, and a toolbox of strategies to help your members, to help your membership serve you and your clients well. So I am so, so excited she's here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is so exciting. I know that uh, memberships are so amazing and we see how they're flourishing today so i'm so excited that you're here thank you thank you thank you uh tell us a little bit about how you got started in this world of, of membership i think if i remember correctly you uh you were working as an online business manager or is that part of your yep. background but now it's kind of shifted yep. to this uh this unique niche so to speak so tell us a little bit about that yeah so i started years ago as a teacher then got into the online space as a va and that grew into being an OBM. And then my first client was a good friend of mine and she was a coach for adoptive and foster parents. And so I was doing all the back end stuff of her business and and she was on this mission. She always said, as long as I'm on this planet, no family will have to do this alone. And I said, fantastic mission, but you're not gonna get there as far as you would like if you're only working one-on-one. -on -one. So we dove in, learned all about memberships and put that into place in her business. And it was it was transformational. It was transformational for her personally. She just had freedom that she didn't have before. It was transformational for her business and really it was transformational for the families because they got ongoing access to her, ongoing support and ongoing community. 
And so as I niche down, I just thought that's the part that lights me up and it's the part where I feel like I serve best. And so now I've gone all in on membership strategy. I love that. I love that. I mean, I'm a teacher too, and I feel some synergies there when it comes to, you know, just being in a place where you're passionate about what you're doing. And it's totally on point. Like, this is how I show up best. So what is it about the membership side of things? Because I know some people are like, oh, I don't want to do a a membership just yet, (laughs) right? They're not like jumping for it. But uh, what yeah. about this for you um, from your side of the, the, the table? Why why this particular niche? You know, I just love it. Well, I just love it because it allows somebody to make a bigger impact. You know, I think people who are in the coaching business are they're in the business, obviously, to make money, but they're big. They're their motive is bigger than that. It's broader than that. They're they're looking to make an impact. They're looking to make a difference in somebody's life. That's why they probably went into coaching. And so this allows that to happen, you know, to be able to really have that impact be far greater than just one-to-one. And it also gives um, a different stream of revenue that's recurring. It's predictable that you can go right alongside one-on-one coaching or right alongside if you're an author, you know, sharing your mission and your passion, you know, at a, at a different level. Absolutely. Now, what I'm curious, though, is is memberships for every business or are there certain criteria or things in place that you would say, you know what, this is not for you or should everyone have some some sort of a membership? You know, there's there really are memberships for everything. I mean, you see them from meal planning to coaching to, you know, dog training. I mean, they're just they run the gamut. But I think you want to make sure that you are ready to be invested in it, you know, because you don't want it to set it up, get your people on board. And then you say, mm, this isn't serving me well and you dump it. Yeah. So I think you want to, you know, I'm a big believer in kind of having it that it should serve your members well, but it also serve, should serve you well as a business owner. And that's how it's going to be, you know, in there for the long run. Yeah, absolutely. And you talk about so many like transformational Uh, results that come from having a membership, if you do go that route, and you know, you have the time and you're willing to commit to sustaining it, what other or more specifically, what sort of transformations are you seeing or can a business expect from having this in place? You know, I think it really can give them a whole new stream of revenue that's, you know, a different, you know, can run alongside what they currently are doing. And it doesn't have to be so time intensive as as just adding more spots on your one-on-one calendar or also just continuing to raise your rates it allows you to help more help more people that may not be able to afford one-on-one coaching they may not be able to you know afford those higher rates um and i just i mean it just it gives you a different a broad i can give you even broader audience i guess yeah absolutely now membership i know that in terms of sustaining that can you know, like you mentioned, the time commitment that goes into it is really important to consider up front before you go forward. So can you give us an idea of like how much time, how much energy and effort is, you know, could be required in growing a community or a membership? Yeah, you know, I think I think you can set it up. You just want to be, you know, strategic about it. You set it up whether you have a community manager that's kind of mm-hmm. kind of helping keep that that community part going, keeping the people engaged, because that's really key. And also keeping it a safe vetted spot for, you know, for the people that are in there and whether that's the coach doing that, or you have a community manager doing that. And then you also can, you know, kind of think about it as being like, maybe once a week, you have a deliverable, whether that's a training or a Q and a or an office hours or a wind down Wednesday, you know, so it's not every day, it's not, you know, 
a library vault full of training. It, it is simply, it can simply be once a week of something like that, but just kind of keeping the piece in there of how are you going to have your systems in for onboarding new clients, your launches, and then really to kind of navigate or keep the, the group going, the community going. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that a number of our uh, authors, those who are coaches and entrepreneurs, um, you know, they, they're hearing more often that it is important to have a community and maybe they're starting off with a community of zero. So uh, do you also work with those that are in that, in that position? And what are some of the first things that you recommend um, outside of allocating the time and how, the, how it's going to work? Um, what else is necessary that you would say in getting started if you're starting with a community of zero people and you're just getting going? You know, you start, you know, you start putting your message out there. You start putting what you stand for out there and, and building that community, whether that's a community on Facebook or an email list or your people that are buying your book, but that you have, you know, an audience and it can be a small audience when you launch your membership. It can be as simple as, you know, or as small as just a couple hundred people. It doesn't have to be email lists of 10,000, you know, but getting your audience that's they're ready they're ready to, you know, jump on board with you because they believe in what you do and they believe in the message that you're, you know, speaking. Exactly. And the membership or the community could be, like you said, an additional revenue stream, or it can be sort of a lead magnet or that sort of um, foot in the door offer that yep. is there. So how, how's, how's best to determine if a membership is worth charging for whether versus it being something that is available as come into our, into our community, come into our world. You know, free. I think when you when when you charge for it, I think, you know, I think it becomes and it doesn't have to be a high cost, but there it becomes that there's a safe vetted community. So, for example, with this coach for adopt and foster parents, there's a lot of free Facebook groups out there. And mm -hmm. I, as a parent, could go in there, say something and say something I'm struggling with. And with that, you know, you're in this huge pool of people without anybody really navigate or um, moderating that, you know, it could be an area that where there's judgment, there could be, you know, hard things said versus in this safe vetted community. I know that I'm, I'm safe to share. I'm safe to ask for feedback and get questions and it has a whole different feel. And, it, you know, I think that's puts, there's a price tag on that. And I think people are willing to pay that price to be able to have that kind of community. That makes such a good a good point. You know, there are so many communities out there and sometimes you don't know what you're walking into in some of them. So I completely understand that. Whereas if you're paying for something, then um, the value is going to be that the quality of network, quality of other people. And you're going to be right. um, you know, certain to get uh, a deliverable that is within the safe environment where you can. Share. Absolutely. So that, that makes a big difference. Yeah. And then a lot of people will come in, you know, they want access to you, the author, or the coach. They want access to the content you have, and they want access to, you know, the community. So th those are the reasons that they're coming in there. So they may not necessarily be thinking, oh, I want to join to be part of this community. But but if they think they can come in and ask their questions and get some coaching or get this this content that's in the library, that's kind of what draws them in. But once they're in there, they start building this, co this connection with their community, and they just stay. Mm. That makes a lot of sense. And what, what sort of strategies right now are you seeing work really, really well inside of memberships and inside of communities? You know, I think, well, gosh, in the last couple of years, I think we all have looked at connection and community in a whole different way. And so I think it's even, I think it's even stronger right now because people are needing that. They want to feel like they are in a place where they can share and they can connect with one another. And it doesn't matter if we're sitting in a coffee shop because we can do it 
globally, but we've all learned now to do things from our home and, and still, you know, find out of the box ways to do it. But I think we're craving it even more and, and being in a place where you're, you know, there's commonality that whether that we're learning about something together or we're all in this mission together or we're all, you know, doing this because we're, you know, group A, B or C, I think there's, I think it's even growing even more because of all that in the past couple of years. Yeah, I mean, especially with the pandemic, I mean, I, I for one, definitely experienced a little bit of isolation, you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. being cut Absolutely. off from those people. And now I'm a part of a number of communities that, um, I shouldn't say a number, like it's a whole bunch, but, you know, select few that yeah. um, really have given me that sense of I'm not in this alone. And Absolutely. that seems to definitely be the biggest feeling or the value that you get from, you know, being a part of a selected group. Absolutely. And I think, and I think we all are, you know, whether you're introverted or extroverted, I think we all, nobody wants to do this journey alone. And so the more that we can find our, our people and, and, and band together on things, I think we are all better together. Yeah. I'm a, a big fan of uh, Pat Flynn and he wrote the book, super fans. Yep, yep. There was, there was a lot of really great strategy in there as well. Um, was there anything in, in particular that stood out to you from, from that or any other, you know, resources that are out there about memberships and growing a community? Yeah, you know, I think when they're, when we're all in something and we're, you know, whether we're banded on a, on a mission together or we're following a certain coach or whatever, you know, those are the people who are waving the flag. When they're having transformations in the membership, you know, if I'm in your membership and I'm saying, oh my gosh, I, I can't believe how different I feel or what I've gotten from it, that's far better than any Facebook ad that's out there. Yes. Because, you know, I mean, that's that's your biggest thing so and that's why they always say you know i always think when you have a when you have two members if you have one member who's you know passively involved in the membership they get their they pay their recurring fee because it just comes out but they don't take action versus your other fan who's in there or your other member who's in there and they're showing up and they're taking action they're the ones that are having making progress they're the ones having the transformations and they're the ones that are going to wave the flag so that they are far more valuable membership or a member than somebody who's just you know paying the bill and, and not really doing anything with it. Absolutely. You know, that's a really uh, huge challenge um, now in the virtual space is having a product or um, some sort of uh, information that's out there that people are not getting the full benefit of um, because yep. either they're not participated or they're not um, even, I would say in some cases, motivated to participate because it's just like right. anything else, right? You just sign up for right. this thing. All right, they put me in this membership, whatever. Like, I know I tend to right. do that from time to time because there's nothing oh, really absolutely. pulling you. So can you talk a little bit to like how how these communities and at least the ones that work really well, is there a, is there a key component to how it's constructed and how it's designed so that way the community's more involved, you know? Yeah, you know, I think it really starts from from from, you know, from day one of how, how are they welcomed into that community and getting them in there, getting to them to be, feel a part of that community. And then you just build in some strategies that are engaging them, you know, on a regular, on a regular, you know, basis, whether that's, you know, sharing their wins in the community or posting, you know, on a post of, you know, what their takeaway from something they learned or on a lesson or whatever. And then you can even do things like gamification or just kind of get, you know, it really depends on your audience of how are you getting them to consume the content that you've got in there and really showing up. So, and I, I personally, I think it all starts from, you know, building those connections with each other in the community. Absolutely. All right. It's time for a short break. Let's hear a word from one of our sponsors. 
Are you an author and ready to leverage your book? Maybe you have a great idea for a course or program, but you need help fleshing it out with someone and making sense of what you have. If that's you, I want to invite you to schedule a free half-hour strategy session with me. We'll take a look at your content together, talk about your goals, and I'll provide my professional and honest recommendations. No salesy stuff or surprises. So to schedule a call, visit theauthorsleverage.com forward slash course strategy. All right, now back to the show. I'm curious, what in, in all of the memberships and that exist out there online, is there a particular one that impresses you the most in terms of, you know, the way it's designed, how everything flows within it? Maybe it's one that you set up and that's, you know, that's fine too. I'm just curious, what, what would you say uh, is, a, is a really solid membership that you feel like, I don't know, just impresses you given your experience gosh but it's a great question um you know little parts from all of them like you know like some of them are structured really well like it, the membership like i'm in a membership for membership stuff so there's this really you know there's resources in there they're structured well like it's easy to find you know i can go in there and i have i can search for the topic mm. that makes it you know really user friendly for the community piece of it um gosh you know i can't think of one particular but just where they're where there's where the members are showing up where they're really in there engaging with another to me like those are my most valuable memberships you know yeah, where, where that you know because i you know the reality is we all can go and google and find anything we want to find but to be able to have the ease of it to find it within a membership but beyond that i think is the community piece of it there i mean those are my favorite memberships there are memberships out there that don't have a community component for sure but me personally that's the part that i feel I really like myself. And so I've also see the benefit of her, my client. So. Yeah, that's huge. And, and it's funny too, you said there's a membership for memberships. <laughs> oh yeah. There's a yeah, membership, there's a membership for probably for everything. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I love that. Now, um, when you talk about memberships as well and, and how these are facilitated, you mentioned Facebook groups. Um, like that's a platform that's, that's simple to use. And most people are familiar with that. Yep. Do you usually have a recommendation for, you know, what app or what software is best to facilitate memberships and communities? You know, I really like to look at like what my clients need and like what they're looking for, because there's a lot of great ones out there. Kajabi is a gold standard. Circle's a really great one. People have done them on Discord. You know, there's a whole gamut of them. And I think if we can really look at like what parts do you really want and need so you're not getting something that's, you know, too robust and that you're, you, you know, paying for all these features that you're not going to use. And it can be as simple as having a Facebook group and, and having a link on a YouTube channel on a private YouTube channel for the content. I mean, it doesn't have to be something with all the bells and whistles, especially when you're starting out. Yeah, that's so in incredible to know. And I think, you know, with that, it kind of relieves the stress of thinking it needs to be sort of this big, uh, you know, complicated structure when really, like you said, you could just use YouTube and have that to be unlisted and going to the membership and that's what supports it and it sustains it so really there's uh there's a lot of options there's a lot of ways that you yeah can, that you can do this yep and the and the and the number of platforms out there is just i mean there's new ones being added all the time i mean it's it's a great niche to be in so they're they're, they're finding new platforms out there for sure absolutely now what do, what would you say are some of the bigger mistakes that you see or the those pet peeves are like oh they're doing it again and it's like that's a mistake they shouldn't do that what are some of those uh, points for you? Um, I think a common thing is we all 
have a tendency like when we know something that we're passionate about and we know all this knowledge we just want to you know give it to all of it out there so it's like drinking through a fire hose and people just cannot take that in so i think and i find myself doing this myself well i just want to talk about memberships but you're like they only can take in so much so give them a nugget let them digest that let them marinate at that take action and go to the next step so i think that's one problem that a lot of them have is they give too much and then when somebody comes in they don't know where to even begin to start they're overwhelmed and then they're not going to stay in. And if you're offering too much right away, they're also going to look and say, I'm not even utilizing all the stuff that I'm paying for. So I think being strategic about how you, you know, put that out there for people. And then also, I guess the memberships that drive me a little batty when I've been a member of them is there's not that welcoming when you first get on board. What are my next steps? Where do I go? And to have it really clear, I think if, if you miss that mark, then they're in there and they're not utilizing it. So... Yeah, those are those are definitely big, big mistakes I can see for sure. And um, and and it doesn't have to be, again, going back to your previous point as complicated. And a lot of times I think we're trying to mimic what is out there. And sometimes that could be right. a mistake because maybe you don't have that same type of business or, you know, maybe the topic or the content matter is just that's not something that people are going to be as engaged about. I'm not sure. But it sounds like when you yeah. really in, in your case in point, sit down with someone like you, you can help them strategize how this can be properly set up to be, to be in alignment with, with their business. Right, right, exactly. Because there isn't really a one-size-fits-all platform. There isn't a one-size-fits-all approach. And, you know, I try to, like, look at it, you know, as a hybrid. Maybe it's, sometimes it might involve group coaching. Maybe it's just the community piece of it. Maybe it's more this bolt of content. You know, I think you just, you know, design it so it's going to work well for your people as well as for you and your business. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, we talk to authors here on, on this channel and, those that we work with in our in our business here. And um, I'm curious as well. So for authors, I mean, I, I see a membership or some sort of community to be extremely vital in that case, if they have a book or anything else Absolutely. to be leveraged. So can you speak a little bit too more specifically to those that might have a book or I'm um, looking to leverage that in a different way? Yeah, you know, I think it gives it gives a member access to you, the author, you know, who doesn't want to sit down and, and chat with their favorite author and, and learn about what they, you know, they're passionate about, or, you know, where they came up with, you know, their ideas or whatever. And whether that's a, as simple as a wind down Wednesday or a coffee chat, you know, you know, for a group lunch, lunch, coffee and connect or whatever, I think there's a way to you really leverage that. And it doesn't have to be this, this content heavy vault of library. It can be, be in my community and, and we're going to do coffee chats. We're going to do, you know, a Q and a session once a month. I love that. I love that. You're right. It's just about a matter of them showing up and being present with their audience, right. For an hour, absolutely. you know, a month right. or every other right. week or whatever time they sit. Right. And it's about building relationships. There's a relationship there. Then, you know, they get to know more about you and the more relationship there is, the more they're going to wave that flag and go out there and say, oh my gosh, you've got to read this book. Exactly. Exactly. And this is um, such a good conversation. I mean, I think that a lot of authors are trying to figure out ways that they can leverage their book and leverage what they have. And just by extending a little bit of their time, they can grow an entire community around that. Right. 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 I love that. And, you know, people want, people want the backstory. They want to know, you know, feel like they know somebody, you know, and so I think that I, a community piece of it, and it doesn't have to have any content at all in terms of any courses or anything like that. It seriously could just be, you know, a monthly Q&A. Wow. I mean, it could be as simple as that. 
why why do authors or why why do most experts or those that start out in this this venture what do you think it is that they think about or i should say why do you think that they have the idea that there has to be a very content heavy experience for other people where do you think that 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 comes from i, I you know do do? i don't know if it's I don't know if it's like imposter syndrome. You think we think what we have isn't enough value. Yeah. You know, who would really want to know that? Who would want to know the details about why I came up with this idea or, you know, my favorite books to read or whatever, you know, um, hmm. I think we, I think we, I think it's imposter syndrome. But if you, you know, going back to my head, just jumped back thinking about the Q and A, but you could even have a, a book club, you know, with the author, you know, or, you know, that's, you know, that would be another one to throw in there. That's so awesome. We're, we're in the um, stage right now within our business to uh, develop a community of those that are teaching and sharing their knowledge in different ways. And um, so I'm really taking some notes here and I'm probably going to need to call you <laughs> uh, in the next quarter or so here because, I mean, everything that you're saying is so on point and it's so necessary um, really for anyone who's in business because we're not in business without people. And right, the community, exactly. by just simply extending your time, is such a great way to build that connection, build that relationship, and uh, yeah. and 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 really grow your business from there. Because if you have, if I understand correctly as well, if you have a new product out or something that you're going to launch, you've already got an active yeah. distribution list here that you can. Right, you got your people that us. are your fans. Absolutely. That's absolutely. Huge. That's huge. And really, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, it comes down to connections. It comes down, it comes down, it comes down to relationships. At the end of our life, the rest of it doesn't really probably matter. Yeah, absolutely. I remember um, if you're familiar with Tyler Perry, the um, uh, movie producer. Oh, TV yep. Show right yep. So he, before being big on TV, he would do stage plays, and at each of his stage plays, he always got everyone's email address. And so over the years of really, and this most of the time he was struggling to get things going, he just made sure he had everyone's email address. So when TBS, uh, when he pitched TBS for a show idea, initially they didn't want to give him the, or work with them really. But when he showed that, well, I've got this distribution list, these people, they like me, they're already for me and they're waiting for something to come out and you're missing out if you don't, because he had, he had the audience. And yeah. that's really, that was the differentiation for him and getting as much, uh, you know, publicity and getting uh, approvals on shows and green lights and stuff. I mean, just yeah. because he had a list, because he already had a That's a genius. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and who in that industry is necessarily doing that? You wouldn't necessarily think about that. So, yeah, that's brilliant. I mean, it's stage plays. And I, I, back in the day, I'd gone to one. I'm like, this is weird. I'm going to a play. He's asking for emails. But now I'm seeing like, yep, he was definitely on to something then, you know. Yep. So I guess he owes you a big thank you. Thanks for giving me your email address. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And he's doing great. I mean, of course, but that was the big shift for him. Yeah. You know, otherwise, it would have been a struggle. But he had distribution that the yeah. network wouldn't have to go and get themselves. So it makes a, a huge, huge difference. I think for anyone who's publishing anything, um, sharing yep. their knowledge, sharing their expertise or whatever they do. To have a community that's supporting them as well. So this is yeah. such a great, great conversation. Um, Kelly, I'm wanting to ask you one last question and then I'll uh, have you share some parting words of advice for those that are tuning in. Okay. Question is when you hear authors leverage that phrase, uh, what, yep. what comes to mind for you, especially in terms of what an author can take or what's available to them now since they 
they have a book. Yeah, I think it gives them leverage. I mean, I think there's, you know, when there's a book, it, it gives credibility. And so they're leveraging their knowledge and, and putting it in that format. They have a lot to offer and also leveraging their community and their people, you know, it, to me, it, it's, it's power. It's, it's, it's using, using that power. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've really enjoyed this conversation. I've learned a, a thing or two, well, which is so I amazing and really confirming the direction <laughs> that we're going. So I'm so, so awesome. glad that you were here to be a part of this. And yeah, yeah thanks any, for having me. Any parting words of advice that you would like to share with those uh, tuning into this? I guess I think I'd say take the leap. I think you don't have to have it perfect. It can be messy. It can be a work in progress. It can evolve as you go. It doesn't have to be this, you know, set in stone kind of membership and solid right away. You know, you just evolve with it with your people and see what they really want and what works well. I love that. Thank you for saying that. I needed to hear that myself. So <laughs> I do every day myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, again, thank you. And where, where can people reach out to you and connect with you? If they're yeah, you know, so looking to get your help. Yeah. So I'm on LinkedIn or my website is www.kellyvercota.com. Beautiful. And the links to all those are going to be below this event. If anyone's checking this replay out. So definitely be sure to connect with Kelly. She is, as you can tell, brilliant when it comes to this stuff. And <laughs> it's uh, it, it's like an absolute must now, you know, to have your have not only a community, I think some people have a community don't realize it and um, they should really be, uh, you know, positioning themselves to support the community in a structured and uh, really well-meaning manner. So, yes. yeah, and they can leverage it to go with the author's leverage. There you go. <laughs> Thanks so much, Kelly, for being here. And thank you. Yeah, all thank for you. Tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Author's Leverage. You can subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast. Hey, do me a favor. If you found this helpful, leave us a review and share this episode with someone it could help along their journey. To check out more resources, visit theauthorsleverage.com. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time. <laughs>